Hello, everyone. And this is Craig Wessels here with the Ides of Footy episode, the 2021 ladder prediction episode. I had a little bit of a glitch with my software before and with my microphone, and I wasn't sure if it was working properly, and I tried to leave and go back and reset it, and I ended up uh, shutting off the entire podcast, so I had to send out a new link to it. So it may take a couple of moments before everybody uh, comes back in that's planning on joining. I see I do have somebody there, so hello, glad you could be on board there. That's an awful lot of letters and uh, numbers there, so I'm not sure exactly who that might be. But what I wanted to do with this episode was, of course, get into my ladder predictions for the year and uh, bounce my ideas off of uh, some of you and what your thoughts might be and see where I'm wrong and where you're right. I've had a lot of luck talking to a number of uh, footy fans about their clubs. I still have two more episodes that I need to publish yet. Those will hopefully be out in the next couple of days before the season begins, before the comp gets started. Uh, they're already recorded. I just have to finish editing them, and it's just it's been a matter of me having to get some sleep at night. So I uh, I went ahead and uh, have held off on those, and I've got two really good discussions left over. I have a gentleman who I spoke with that uh, is a supporter of the D's. In fact, his father played for the D's for 10 years, won a premiership in his first year, and then went on to become a uh, scout and a member of the front office with the Hawks when they won a number of premierships as well. So a lot of uh, a lot of great footy memories in his family. And then I, uh, I spoke with a gentleman in Perth on Friday evening, and it was rather interesting because uh, we spent we spent two hours talking to one another on a Zoom call before we ever before I ever turned on the recording apparatus. I did not even uh, start recording for about two hours. We figured out that we were born within like three weeks of one another, different parts of the world, of course, and uh, just got talking about all sorts of different issues and instances and things like that that were uh, that were things that we maybe thought were unique to us, but we'd had some some common shared experiences, even though we were 16,000 kilometers apart from one another, probably more than that, actually, unless it's actually quicker to go east to Australia from here then. But uh, it was a pretty, pretty big hike, but it was a great conversation. He's a Docker supporter, so it's, it's, it's going to be a really fun discussion to, uh, to get that out here as well. Now, I, I do want to mention, for those of you who have been listening to the uh, some of the, the reports that I've had over the last couple of days regarding uh, what's going on with the the opportunity with the the radio. Uh, I, I do have to tell you, I did have a, uh, a great little uh, discussion uh, this evening with uh, the radio host who I had been communicating with. We talked online. We did a quick interview. Even though her higher-ups have said that they don't plan on having me back on the podcast. She is, I think, going to still try to do that anyway. Uh, I don't know. If she, I, I hope she's not going to circumvent uh, their their decision and, and get herself in trouble. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want that to happen, okay? This is, well, this is a, a, a significant uh, deal and something I was very excited about 
I don't want to put her on the spot or have something uh, happen with her where she gets herself into some hot water. Okay. So, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's going to be fun, I think. And uh, I hope that uh, it's something that, that we'll be able to continue. But if it can't, uh, I understand because she has had lined up for her a, uh, a former player uh, that played with the D's who is involved in a number of different things in the country. And I, com- I completely understand why they want to bring him on the radio show. He has credibility. He's played the game. He's, I'll be honest, I don't know if he's won a premiership, but he is, you know, he's somebody who was a pretty terrific player. And I don't want to name who it is, but he retired uh, about a decade ago. So he's somebody who I think will, will bring some great insight to the, to the radio show. But uh, it was great to talk to her today. It was great to get the opportunity to, to share my, you know, my information and my love for the game. And I got to give the, uh, the line at the uh, start that I did way back in my first episode where I described the game as being the, the combination between American football and, and rugby and soccer and cross country and volleyball and mixed martial arts. And I think calculus was the other one. Yeah. Calculus. Uh, so, you know, I, it's not a description that a whole lot of people have heard. So, you know, those of you who are listening, are you able to hear me right now? Because I'm not sure if my volume is coming through, it looks like that. So if you happen to be on the message board, you could just drop me a line there real quick that lets me know that you're hearing me. Okay. That would be fantastic. Okay. And remember, if you want to, uh, to come on and, uh, and talk as we're going along here, you'll want to put your email address in the, uh, the message board there on the screen. So I can go ahead and copy and paste that into the, uh, the call in section. Okay. And if you're going to do the, if you're going to call in, you're probably going to want to have yourself a set of uh, earbuds or headphones or something of that nature to help uh, drown out my voice when I'm, when I'm talking with you then. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, um, I'm just asking on there, uh, typing it in because, Oh, Hey, they can hear me. Fantastic. Okay. I wasn't sure if I had some issues with this because, again, this is only the third or fourth time I've done a live one, and it's been about a month, so I wasn't sure how it was going. So, oh, it's Harper there. Okay. Oh, man, you are not going to like my ladder prediction. You're not going to like it at all. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, well, you know, I uh, I watched uh, 360 this morning when I got to work, and it was uh, – it was interesting because they were discussing the possibility of adding the 23rd player on the bench to have, uh, be able to be utilized for concussion purposes. Uh, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. Uh, you know, they, they do something similar to that in, uh, in baseball where, you know, baseball teams normally have 25 players on their roster, uh, during the, during each game. But if they play a double header, meaning they're playing back-to-back games on the same day, they're allowed to add a 26th player to the team for those two games. And quite often it ends up being a pitcher, somebody who could come in and, uh, and, and, and throw pitches to the other team if need be during the course of the game so that doesn't wear out the rest of the pitchers on the pitching staff. So it's kind of an interesting uh, process here. And I just, I just don't know if it's something that they should limit to – 
to just concussions? I mean, why not have it be, you know, somebody gets some sort of a, a catastrophic injury? You know, I, I just let's say, for example, if it happened to have been during the grand final last year and, uh, you know, Gary Ablett banged up his shoulder significantly, broke a couple bones in there, if I'm not mistaken, at the uh, at the outset of the game. If I'm not mistaken, I actually saw the footage just uh, earlier this week because there was a concussion off to the side. And then almost within just a couple of seconds, there was you know, Ablett getting tackled and his shoulder going into the ground and fracturing his shoulder. If this, you know, he was not able to continue and, and make any significant contribution to the game. And it was, it was terrible to see one of the greats of the game go out on such a, uh, on such a sad note. Now, and I don't mean even losing the game. I mean, being so, banged up that he wasn't able to make the kind of contribution that he had made during our, during his, uh, his entire career. But if this was in place, then maybe the cats could have brought in a, uh, another player who would have been, been able to, to contribute. You know, maybe they work something into this, uh, this rule that, uh, you know, if if the concussion player is already going to have to sit out 12 days and we're going to talk about Max King here in just a second, uh, which, uh, I think Mac, my, my one recommendation for Max is I think Max should just go ahead and stay in the golf cart. Okay. Uh, welcome, Frank. Uh, I, yeah, like I said, I think Max should stay in the golf cart and he's less likely to get hit by the ball there. But if they, if, you know, what they have the concussion protocol in place now, so if you have a concussion and it's identified and it's, it's, the doctors have said, yes, you have a concussion, you're out for 12 days. You're out for 12 days, period. What if they bring in this, uh, this injury, uh, the injury aspect in this, bring the 23rd player in, but if they're going to do it, then the player that they're replacing is not eligible to play the next week. So let's say somebody, I don't know, uh, dislocates an elbow, okay? And they're able to pop it back into place and it's extraordinarily painful and they get it strapped into place and he is somebody who's an integral part to their list. He's, this is somebody who they're counting on. This, this is a, let's just put it this way. This is a guy who's going to be racking up some super coach points for their club. Okay. You have to say to yourself, okay, do I want to keep, you know, this superstar out there at 75% and maybe have him at 90% next round? Or do I want to take him out now, bring in this fresh player who's going to be at 100%, but then my injured player is going to be out next week? Maybe that's a way to do it. Maybe there's a, uh, an incentive to keep the, the dinged-up player, the player that's got, and I've, like I said, I've, I've mentioned somebody the other day, I've started to figure out how to this, use this word, that has a little bit of a niggle, Okay that it's, you know, it's something, it's a bit of a nagging injury, but it's something that they can play through. It's uncomfortable, but they can get through it. It's not structural. It's not going to harm them or anything of that nature, but it's something they can get through the discomfort and play the game. So they have to decide, do I want to have this person push through or do I want to take that person out and, uh, and not have them for the next round? Maybe, and, and that could carry over you. If it got, let's say Gary Abbott was not retiring and this was in place 
and he was coming back and playing in 2021. If they had used that for Ablett there to try to win the premiership, then maybe Ablett's not eligible to play in round one this week against Adelaide if he was still playing. Maybe that's the way to go about doing this. Okay, I'd love to hear your thoughts there. You can go ahead and, you know, and jot down your ideas there in the notes if you want to, okay, and share those ideas there. And, you know, I mentioned the, uh, the situation with Max King, and that's just, it's, it's sad. It could have been much worse than it was, but it's, uh, it's, it's a little funny, too, that he's playing golf with one of his buddies, and this is probably somebody he's played with a number of times, and uh, he sliced it, and the, the ball hit him, from what, it, what I've read online, the ball hit him in the temple. That could have been catastrophic. That could have been a catastrophic injury right there and, and an absolute freak accident. I mean, it was a freak accident, but it could have been a much, much more difficult and much more painful freak accident had that occurred. Okay? And, you know, I just, I, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for St. Kilda because, quite frankly, St. Kilda is kind of beat up right now. You know, they, they have a lot of injuries. They have a lot of people who had to step away from the game for one reason or another. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to put them behind the eight ball a little bit here. So I'm, I'm not so sure how things are going to work out for them, if you will. You know, so hopefully they can, they can buy the time until everybody gets back healthy. But again, you know, King, from also what I had remembered seeing last week, he also had a bit of a banged up ankle as well. So maybe he wasn't going to be 100% this weekend anyway. I don't know. Now, I did want to go ahead and, and I want to mention the, the AFLW here real quickly. And if, if you're not watching, you ought to be watching. Okay. Now, I love my I love my cats. You guys know I'm a cat supporter. The game the game that played yesterday, it was ugly. You know, Pat tipped to West Coast. They 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 did a great job. The cats are just they're they're just really struggling. They don't have enough offensive firepower. And quite frankly, that you know, the, the players they have right now on their list, there's several of them that are banged up that, that are supposed to be key contributors. So it's going to be a process before they end up uh, finding themselves, you know, winning some games. I know they still have to play Gold Coast before this year is up. Maybe that's an opportunity for them to get a win. We shall see. But but they're mired at the at the bottom of the fixture or the bottom of the ladder, I should say. But if you didn't happen to watch that, uh, the Carlton and Fremantle AFLW contest this past weekend, go back to the AFLW site, uh, women's.afl, and watch a game. The, the, the uh, replay is there for you to watch for free if you don't have the Watch AFL app, if you're here in the States by chance. It was a dynamic game. I, 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 was, I was so impressed. To me... And this is gonna this is gonna show my age here a little bit. So if you're if you're a little bit younger than I am, which you know most people on Twitter are, uh, it reminded me of the third Rocky film. Okay, it reminded me of Rocky going up against Mr. T's character Clubber Lang, and the Dockers were 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 Rocky Balboa. And Clubber Lang were the uh, the Blues in this in this case, and the Blues just came out punching and just wailed on Rocky and just you know 
put him on the canvas, had him bleed, and just, just battered him. And what did Rocky do? He absorbed all that punishment. He absorbed it. He let Clubber Lang punch himself out. He tired himself out. And he then turned around, and at the end, he planted him like a, like a yard full of grass seed. Knocked him on his butt, knocked him out. And that's exactly what, what Fremantle did. It was, it was like turning on a light switch, almost. I mean, Fremantle's just taking punishment, taking punishment. Carlton's just dominating him. And Fremantle said, now. And they, it's like they flipped the switch. And what they, they scored three goals in the span of a minute and just turned that game around. And it was just, it was phenomenal to watch. And if you're not, like I said, if you're not watching the AFLW, there is some great footy being played there. Okay, there's some fantastic footy being played there. And it's, I think it's, it's, it's definitely going to get better next year as you have more younger people who are growing of age to play this game and they move into this competition and they, they fill the rosters and they, they make it, uh, they make it a, a, a great game. They make it a much more competitive game, hopefully for the Cats, uh, which I believe they've now locked in the number one pick in the AFLW draft, whoever that might be. And maybe we should start scouting right now because that would be, that'd be great to see who that's going to be. Now, I hope you're all are checking out the making, uh, making their mark, um, series on Amazon prime. It has been phenomenal so far. I've only watched the first three episodes. I've kind of been pacing myself. Uh, I watched a couple of them this weekend but I've been watching a little bit here and there as we go along. And it's just, it's been phenomenal seeing the behind the scenes things that are going on. It's, it really sucks to see the way that Eddie Betts gets treated. And it's just, it's, and it's, it's just, it's awful. I mean, that, that gentleman has brought, you know, to his, to the supporters of his clubs, he's brought so much joy to people for, 15 years, 16 years, I think is about how long he's played. And even if you're not a fan of his club, you're, you're going back and you're watching videos of goals that he's kicked, dribble kicks, and, and kicks from you know, the pockets from angles that you don't think anybody has a possibility of making that kick. And yet he does. And this ambassador to the game has... Has has you know, and he's not alone. He you know he you know we've seen the names that have that have popped up here over the last you know couple of months and that have that have happened over the last few years that have been in the news. And he's taken a lot of you know he's taken an awful lot of abuse and it and it's very sad. I mean, I would love to to interview Eddie Betts on my my podcast. That would be that'd be a dream. I somebody actually um, posted somewhere. You know, who are your your five dream guests? And I think I put on there, I think I put on Gary Ablett, Sr., Gary Ablett, Jr., uh, Eddie Betts, Gil McLaughlin, and gosh, who was the fifth? I can't remember who the fifth one was off the top of my head right now. Um, it might have been Jason Dunstall, uh, maybe Dermot Brereton, just you know, somebody who has a lot of fun with the game, who enjoys the game. Okay, Actually, I think it might have been Jared Waitley, quite frankly, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, just to get you know, his insight uh, as, as a journalist about the game. But 
what he's dealing with, you know, still is, is, you know, is, uh, it's depressing. It's a little sad to see. And, you know, watching round one last year, I think it was round one, where the clubs gathered around the center circle and they took a knee and, I, and I'm watching this and I'm seeing, I'm seeing this and I'm, and I'm getting into the context of, of what's going on in Australia with this in terms of the things happening to Eddie Betts. And it's making, it's making a little bit more sense to me because it, you know, cause yes, they, they were addressing the issues going on here in the United States. Okay. They were addressing those things. And for those of you in Australia, the, the murder trial right now is, uh, in the process of ramping up uh, it, for the, the death of George Floyd. Uh, they're doing jury selection right now. Uh, they may be done with that already, but they're getting ready to, to start trying that case here pretty soon. And his family reached a significant uh, monetary settlement with the city of Minneapolis as well. But seeing them take a knee, it registered, registered with me that it, that it wasn't necessarily only for what was going on here in the United States, but it was also for what was going on in Australia too. And it just, it really, it really hit, it really hit me a little bit there, you know? So, and as I was talking to, uh, to Harper, I was trading messages with him last night, uh, about the, you know, some of the TV shows I've been watching. I've been watching some programs that, that are set in the, uh, in the Northern territories and in the Northern part of West Australia. Uh, I've been watching, uh, mystery road. And been watching a show that's about a decade old called The Circuit, where you had attorneys that were traveling around to some of the small villages in the in the indigenous communities in in West Australia, and dealing with the the legal system there. And it was just it's been fascinating to watch that to to just get a little glimpse of what culture is like in that part of the world because it's 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 completely it's it's going to sound dumb to say it this way, but it's completely foreign to me. You know, so it's been it's been fascinating to watch that. So I, I'm really, I really enjoyed watching those kinds of things, and I and I'm, I get it a little bit. Okay. Now, one other thing I wanted to to mention as far as the news and that type of thing, and and if you've got any questions, guys, you know, go ahead and type them down there at the bottom. Like I said, or if you want to come on and chat, or you've got some comments and such, by all means, you know, put your email address down there on the on the dock there. And I can go ahead and copy it and paste it into the, the uh, guest and call-in thing, and we can get you on here and get your views. Of course, Harper, I'll have to have you hang up before I go through the, uh, the ladder, because I don't want you to yell at me. Uh, <laughs> um, but if you're doing that right now, you know, the one thing I wanted to also touch on is it was a, something I learned from one of the uh, guests that I had on it was the gentleman who... Uh, was on talking about the cats. He also works as a local footy umpire. And it was really interesting to learn that that they they basically operate with the exact same rules down at like the local or country footy that they do up at the AFL. And you know, I'm, I'm pretty pretty confident that the grounds are smaller depending upon the, the age of the kids. I don't think they have you know, eight or nine year old play, kids playing os kick on a field that's 185 meters from end to end and 150 meters wide. I don't think that's something that, that would be conducive to the kids, you know, staying conscious. But 
the man on the mark thing is is interesting because you know a couple of the the folks that I read an article about here are saying that it doesn't look like it's going to work all that well at cut at the country footy level and it's something that maybe the AFL should focus on and not necessarily at the lower levels. Uh, and then uh, one of the other gentlemen that were that was interviewed in that uh, that article also said that well it's what people need to learn so our kids will our kids or our young adults will learn to adapt to it. But what uh, what Max had said during our discussion was he said he was uh, he was working one of the games, and I don't think he was umpiring this game. He was just he was announcing it actually. And there was a you know, kid who had taken a mark, so the defender was was standing there on the mark, and he had to sneeze. So he turned, you know, it's we're in the middle of a pandemic. He turned his head away from the player who's getting ready to to kick the ball. He turned his turned his head away to sneeze, and the umpire awarded the the the, the player 50, 50 meter penalty for that. So, you know, it's kind of like that whole letter of the law, spirit of the law kind of thing. Or so, I don't know. Is it is the uh, the man on the mark thing? Is it something that maybe isn't going to work that well for younger kids? Is it something that should be maybe just the focus of uh, of older people? I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But, you know, I think I saw that uh, one of the coaches has already said that he's just going to, you know, when we have situations going like that, that they're just going to start uh, rolling their, their players back into defense more, which is going to, again, going to clog things up again. It's not going to take long before coaches figure out how to work around this, okay? It's not going to take long at all. Now, yes, today here at least till it's still the 15th of uh, March. It's the, the Ides of March for those of you who are not aware, this was the day that uh, Julius Caesar was, was uh, assassinated, but it also, uh, it also resonates a little bit with me because uh, it's kind of a running joke still in my family. 45 years ago. Yeah, I'm old. 45 years ago when I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, I'm really old. I was playing basketball with a, uh, few friends of mine at the uh, elementary school, which was about a block and a half away from my house. And I, uh, I was an okay basketball player for a little short pudgy kid, but uh, ball had gotten knocked out of bounds towards out of bounds. And I went to go save the ball and keep it in bounds. Going to go try to make a, a, an ESPN sports center type play that, uh, would have mattered because ESPN didn't exist at that time. And I went to, to go swat the ball back in with my left hand, and I put my right hand out to catch myself as I was going to fall. Well, my right hand caught the, the big metal pole holding up the basketball hoop and fractured my wrist. So my game was done for the day. So I, I walked home. One of my buddies walked home with me to make sure I got there. Okay, you, it was pretty evident that something was wrong with my hand. It was the first bone I'd ever broken. So. I get home and the house is unlocked. I go inside. Our dogs are there. My, our dogs are being very friendly and I can't pet them because I've got a, something screwed up in my arm. Well, there's nobody at home. When I left to go play basketball, my parents were both at home. Now, my mom was quite the homebody. She, she, she does a lot of things outside the house now. She's in her 70s now. But she, she as, a, as a mom, as a stay-at-home mom raising kids, that sort of thing, she was home a lot. My dad worked a lot, but he was actually off that day. Well, they're not there. 
So here I am sitting in the house with this screwed up arm. And uh, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm not old enough to drive. The hospital's a few blocks from my house, but I can't just walk to the hospital on my own. So I, I go out my side door and knock on my neighbor's door. And this was a lady who had, she and her husband had moved in not that long beforehand. So I told her what was going on. And she looked at it and she said, yeah, there's something wrong. So she, she got me in her car and she drove me to the hospital. And we get to the hospital a couple minutes later. And she hops out of the car and, and runs into the emergency room, forgetting that I'd broken my right wrist and cannot, you know, American car. Uh, my seat's on the right side. I can't get the pad, I can't get the door open. So she comes back out and lets me out. Well, it turns out, to make a long story just slightly longer, my parents had decided to go out for a walk that day. Now, in my entire life, I think that was the only time my parents ever went out for a walk together. And it happened to be the same day that I broke my wrist on the Ides of March. So hence the name there. So the moment that uh, I am going to make some people angry here. Okay. Here are my ladder predictions for this year. Okay. And I have records and everything here. So um, we shall, we shall see what you think here. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll see what you think. We'll uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and put these out there. And this is, this is what I think is going to happen this year. And I'm going to go through who I think is going to win the premiership as well. All right. So, Last year, I made a commitment to put one team in the finals from the get-go. From the start, I said, this club's playing finals next year. And I have them playing finals because that's what I said was going to happen. Okay? They are in the eight spot. So I'm going to go ahead and start at the, at the 18 spot and work my way up to the top. Okay? So in the 18th spot, I have the North Melbourne Kangaroos. And I have them coming in with a record of two and twenty. Two and twenty this year. Harper, you're gonna be mad at me now, sir. I have the Essendon Bombers in the number 17 spot with a record of five and seventeen. I'm sorry. I know you're mad at me right now. And I'm waiting for the screen to pop up that says Harper has left the room. Uh, I have the Adelaide Crows in the 16 spot with a five and 17 record. I have the Sydney Swans in the 15 spot with a six and 14 record. I've got Hawthorne in the 14 spot with a seven and 15 record. I've got the GWS Giants in the number 13 spot with a nine and 13 record. I got the Melbourne Demons in the 12 spot with a 10 and 12 record. I didn't do percentages on here. That would have been way too complex to do that. I have the Gold Coast Suns in the 11 spot with an 11 and 11 record. I have the Collingwood Magpies missing out on finals this year at 11 and 11 in the 10 spot. And the Darlings that everybody says are ready to make the leap into finals for the first time in a number of years. Well, they're going to have to wait one more year because I have Carlton finishing in the nine spot with a 12 and 10 record. And here are my top eight. In the eight spot, I have the Fremantle Dockers at 13 and nine. 
In the seventh spot, I have the West Coast Eagles, also at 13 and 9, higher percentage. In the sixth spot, and this one could this this could change because this club's kind of beat up right now. We talked about them earlier. I have the Saint Kilda Saints at 13 and 9. In the five spot, with a record of 14 and 8, I have the Western Bulldogs. And I heard I heard a discussion the other day on another podcast. Can can we just change it back to Footscray? I mean, I I think that would be a great idea just to just to call them Footscray again. Okay. I don't know about you, but that would be that'd be my, that'd be my choice. It helped me learn the geography of the uh, of the area as well. So in the four spot, I have the Brisbane Lions at sixteen and six. In the number three spot, I've got the Geelong Cats at sixteen and six. <laughs> oh, Harper's not happy with me. Yes, we're going to get him on here in just a second. In the two spot. I've got the Richmond Tigers at 17 and 5 and winning the minor premiership for the second year in a row. I've got the Port Adelaide Power at 18 and 4. Okay, so there's my there's my ladder for this year. Now, here are my finals, okay? So you got in the first round you got Port and Brisbane, uh, the Bulldogs and Fremantle, St. Kilda and West Coast and Richmond and Geelong. So in the first in the first round I've got uh, Port beating Brisbane the Bulldogs beating Fremantle, St. Kilda beating the Eagles, and Richmond beating the Cats. Okay, so that means that uh, we've got a uh, the next round there, we've got the Bulldogs playing Brisbane, and we've got Geelong playing St. Kilda. I've got the Bulldogs beating the Lions, and I've got Geelong beating St. Kilda. And then we get to the quarterfinals. We've got uh, the Bulldogs knocking off the defending premiers, knocking off the Richmond Tigers, and the Cats finding a way to keep all those poker chips on the table one more game and beating Port Adelaide to play in their second premiership game in a row. And... uh, well, since they've done that, I have uh, went ahead and got the Cats knocking off the Bulldogs to win the Premiership. So that's my fixture. I'm sorry, that's my ladder. That's my uh, finals there. I know a lot of you are not happy. And I'm now sending my invite to Harper, and he's going to come on, and he is not going to be happy with me. And Hopefully he won't yell too much at me. Okay. So I know we talked about this before and he had them close to making finals. I just, with as much improvement there is with some clubs, I just didn't see it happening. And and he's going to tell me, uh, he's going to tell me why I am flat out wrong here in just a minute. And then he's going to kick me out, kick me out of his tipping contest that he invited me to. So there, that's my, uh, my list there. So from bottom to top again, North Melbourne, Essendon, Adelaide, Sydney, Hawthorne, GWS, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Collingwood, Carlton, and then in the eight, Fremantle, West Coast, St. Kilda, the Bulldogs, Brisbane, Geelong, Richmond, and Port Adelaide. So there it is right there. (sighs) 
So, yeah. I know. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. Uh, so, Harper, hopefully you've got that link where you can hop on there then, sir, and uh, let me know what you think. Hey, there he is. He's going to come on now. And All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's welcome Harper to the broadcast. And uh, don't yell at me too much, sir. All right, man. I hope you're ready for my rage because that, that's a shocking call from you. 17th on the ladder. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, well, you know Jeez. what? I, 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 I really th- I, I think that I think that Adelaide and Sydney are going to improve some this year. But you know that they're, they're all you know they've got five wins as well. There, yes, you're right. It is it is shocking. I know. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a huge bottleneck there. I mean, you've got uh, what between six and twelve. You've got you know between thirteen and ten wins. I mean, there's two four. There's four teams with double digit wins that aren't getting into the finals. And I and I did mm-hmm. total it up. There are I have 198 wins there, which is how many games there would be. There'd be, you know, because I think I did the math. I did the math, 198, 196. I did whatever the math was, the uh, 18 clubs times 22 rounds divided in half. I have the correct number of games being won there so and lost. So I didn't just arbitrarily make up the numbers there. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I know you're not happy with me right now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm quite interested in that because I ha- haven't heard many people say we're going to finish as low as 17th. Even people who hate Essendon with a passion, which well, I know you don't, but um, I, I don't. I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but I, like I said, when um, I think it was on the when I came on your podcast, I, yeah. I just can't see us um really going downhill that much because uh, the players we've lost didn't make much of an impact last year. We've gained some good players. So I think we're going to just kind of remain around the same spot between maybe 13th and 10th. Well, I may be, I may be flat out wrong then. And I probably am. (laughs) I I hope so. I hope so. But, um, I know your Geelong prediction is an interesting one as well. Uh, sense of bias in there, do you reckon? Um, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I did have that. I did have them losing in the, in the, uh, in the first round of the finals though. So, I mean, it was, I didn't, I didn't just say, Hey, it's clear sailing. There's not, there's not going to be a you know cloud in the sky and, and the breeze is going to be, you know, coming out of the same spot during the entire trip. So we don't have to tack the sail or anything like that. I, I, I did, I did make him go back in and get the double chance. Yeah. Well, that, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Ge- Geelong being the dogs in the grand final, that's, um, yeah, very uh, – I reckon I wouldn't be surprised if it's that matchup in the grand final either and Geelong get on top. But, yeah, uh, interesting call. But still, I can't get past Essendon finishing 17th. When <laughs> when you were saying it at the start of the show that I'll be angry, I thought you were going to say maybe uh, 14th, 15th. But, geez, 17th, that's unbelievable. Well, yeah, I know. 14, 15, you know, 17, it's, there's not that big of a difference between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true, but 17th isn't a very good look. I like, know, I know. 14th and 15th is a bit more respectable. But, well, yeah, you know, as I like to, as I like to uh, tell my students at school when they're, when they're struggling with their grades, you know, that, uh, you know, and I, I offer them a chance to, like, make up, uh, if they didn't say they didn't pass the first grading period. 
and they, they did lousy. Let's say they got uh, a 40% for their grade. And what I've, what I've said to them is that, you know, at this point in time, let's say, let's say you drowned. They're, they're not going to recover the body. You drowned, we're never going to find you. But if you make up a few assignments, and even though you can't pass, I let you work your grade up to like a, a 55% where it's closer to passing, we might be able to recover the body, and the body is, is their grade. So the next term, maybe you get an 80, and you end up passing for that semester. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, doesn't, yeah. It doesn't um, always work. So can I ask for some of, like, digging a bit deeper into some of your reasons for SM finishing so low? I just, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, I promise it wasn't just to make you mad. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Provoke me into I, calling in. Yes. No, that wasn't it at all. I just, I, I don't, I just, I just thought they were going to kind of have a little bit of a, uh, a slide this year. And it's, uh, I don't know if I have a real reason. I honestly, I don't know if they have a reason. I think part of it was because I thought that, I thought that Sydney and Adelaide were going to be a little bit better than they were last year. And you know they're all within they're all within a game of each other there. And you know GWS, yeah okay yeah GWS is uh, is going to slide a bit I think this year because they you know they lost quite a bit you know in terms of some experience you know Hawthorne is I think you know they're in rebuild mode if you will but they they've got a terrific coach so they may not fall they may not fall as far as as uh, as others might when they're rebuilding so. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, you know that Clarko will keep them semi-respectable. Maybe. Mm. Where did you have um, Gold Coast? Because I could see them finishing a lot lower than people expect. Uh, to be honest, because young teams don't often uh, produce uh, really consistent seasons. Yeah. Uh, so I, c- I, I can see them finishing even seventeenth, maybe. That could happen. I have them. I have them eleven eleven uh, in the eleventh okay. spot. Yeah, that's so quite I mean, high. Yeah, I just I my thinking was maybe they put it together this year. That's kind of what that's yeah. kind of what my thought was, and they just you know maybe everything clicked for them this year. Yeah, they they could do a Brisbane uh, over a few seasons ago and just shoot up uh, really suddenly, but oh, I can't see that happening personally. But um, yeah, it's definitely feasible. And, and you do realize that that I'm not putting any money on any of these picks, okay? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's, um, as they say, well, is, I definitely wouldn't put money on Essendon finishing seventeenth. It'd take a brave man to do that. I know, I know, I know. But it's a. Uh, didn't somebody actually, or maybe this was a joke that somebody had uh, said that they they placed a bet that the clubs are going to be playing in in hubs last year. Or really, I saw, oh. I, saw, I saw that somewhere, but I don't know if that was somebody saying that that was actually a joke that somebody had placed a bet and won a couple million dollars because they'd said that the t- clubs are going to be playing in hubs last year. I, I'm wow. maybe it's just, just a like a an urban legend, but I, I read that somewhere, or I heard that somewhere, and you know if you hear this after we published it, uh, maybe you can you know you can enlighten me on that. So yeah, so I, I know you're not happy with me, but uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what, I'm gonna be standing on my front porch waiting for you to come over and deal with me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be getting on the first plane to Sandusky, mate. <laughs> hey, did you ever did you ever see the movie Tommy Boy? Never heard of it. With with Chris Farley? Oh yeah, that's right. You never would have heard, you probably haven't. Okay. Well it was a movie that was actually set in Sandusky. Yeah. Oh, wow. There yeah. you go. When's it from? 
Oh, good Lord. It's uh, early 90s. Early 90s. Okay. Yeah, a little before your time. Yeah, a little before my time, but I'll check it out. Um, I better head off. I'll I'll let you get to some other calls. I've got a couple things to do. I'll start. I'll keep listening, but I'll let you get to some other calls. 1995, actually. Yeah. 1995. Okay. What's it called? Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Okay. It's a a really dumb comedy. Yeah. Okay. Comedy. Yeah. Cool. I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, how do I hang up here? Uh, I think I have to do that. Oh, you've got to do that. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll let you get some other calls and enjoy the rest of the show. And you notice I'm not, I'm not slamming the phone down on you here. Okay. So (laughs) don't hate me. No, I, yeah, you're never, I'll be sending you hate mail right over to Ohio. Uh Just you wait. Yeah. You you don't have to do that. You can do it right on Twitter. Uh Oh, that is true. But (laughs) (laughs) but, (laughs) it's even stronger if it comes in the letterbox. Anyway, well, that's uh, true. Hey, good to talk have, to you. Have a great I'll day. talk soon. Yep, bye bye. See you, Matt. All right, so I'm glad Harper wasn't too upset with me there, although he was. Uh, hello there, Liberty Rob. Hello there, LLIJ and Art as well. So uh, if you have, are just tuning in, I went through my uh, my ladder predictions, and uh, I guess I. Added a little bit of controversy to things here tonight with my uh, with my tips on the ladder for this year. So again, if you if you're just tuning in, I have you know working up from the bottom from 18 up to number one. I've got the kangaroos, the bombers, the crows, the swans, the hawks, the giants, the D's, the suns, the magpies, the blues, and then in the eight, I've got the dockers, the eagles, the saints, the bulldogs, the lions, the cats, the tigers, and Port Adelaide winning the minor premiership again this year. And uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, Harper is a huge Essendon supporter. So I'm going to hear it from him later on. And I'm sure in an upcoming episode, he's going to uh, he's going to throw me under the proverbial bus for having thrown his club under the bus. And I, as I was saying, I just I really well, I don't necessarily see them being a uh, yeah public shaming. <laughs> Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I just have this gut feeling that, that they may take a little bit of a step back. And, uh, and like I said, I, I think Sydney and Adelaide are going to be a little bit better this year than they were last year in terms of their record as well. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be what it is, but you know, it was, uh, you know, this is my first time tipping the, uh, the ladder in a 22 game season. Okay. So last year I did it at a, uh, in a 17 game season and I got that all wrong as well. So maybe next year I'll get it right. Or maybe I'll just do this one again in October and I'll be perfect. So, you know, I was, uh, yeah, I'm looking at, at, at what, what I've got here. Is any of you want to, uh, Come on and, and discuss the uh, the ladder here that I just went over. So if you'd like to do that, make sure you put your email address down there in the uh, in the message board, and I can go ahead and link you in there, and, and we can get you up on on the uh, up and on the episode here real quick. So if you're interested in doing that, go ahead and pop your email in there, like Harper did. Yeah, I I think you're right. Yeah, Frio being in the top eight, and and you know I. 
they're banged up as well. I mean, that's, I think, quite frankly, with as many injuries that as St. Kilda has right now, I could see them sliding a little bit as well. But And as I said, Frio was the team that last year, I had I had made the proclamation at the end of last season or towards the end of last season. I said, Frio's playing finals in 2021. I said, the, the only thing they need to do is they need to figure out how to put just a, a another goal and a half on the board each game because they played a lot of very close games last year. They were very terrific defensive club. And I think that just might be a Fremantle thing there. If you go and you look at what the, uh, the AFLW club is doing as well. But, you know, it's, uh, it is a pretty controversial pick, but I had committed to it last year and I, I, I stuck with it. Uh, How's this for a commitment? I commit to not having Essendon in the 17th spot next year. Okay? I won't do that again. I don't know where I'll have them, but I will not have them in 17. I have a feeling they probably will be significantly higher on the ladder next year. <laughs> no, it's not going to be 18th. Well, I guess it could be, but I don't think we'll do that, though. Okay? But, you know, it's a... Uh, It's got, it's got, you know, it's got some very, very good players on the club. I just, I just have this gut feeling that maybe they don't put it together this year. I don't know. You know the, I don't know. And again, I'm, I'm an outsider looking in at this, so you know, I don't have the insight that that those of you who see, you know, eat and breathe the game, you know in person or in the media every day happen to have. I mean, I just, I put my list together here and I mean, I made a couple of adjustments today. I moved a couple clubs down. I moved one club up and uh, that's what I ended up with then. So, but yeah, I think, I think Frio being in the top eight is a bit of a controversial pick. Uh, but, you know, it would have been interesting had, uh, you know, had uh, West Coast on my list been able to, or my ladder been able to jump up in the five spot, because then they both could have played, you know, they could have played a uh, a first round finals game at Optus between the two of them. And that place would have been jumping if that was the case. I mean, I'm, I think Optus holds what, about 65,000 people? If you played a finals game between Frio and West Coast out there, that would have been an absolute crazy sight to see. That st- That stadium would have been just jumping off off of the foundation if that was the case. But I just, you know, I see I see the Bulldogs, you know, making a push to get to finals. You know, they've got some they've got some new pieces. Uh they're gonna they're gonna grow. They're gonna put things together. You know, I I had the cats with six losses this year because I think they're going to they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and maybe sacrifice games is not the right idea. But I think when they're trying to rest some of their players, and again, they don't have the luxury necessarily of resting them during the, the game with the, different ro- with the different rotation numbers now, that you might see games where they, they sit a player and it, it ends up costing them a game because that player was not in the position that they're accustomed to having them. So I can see them losing a couple of games this year for that very reason. And it may be against clubs that, if they were playing at full strength, they might win 
very easily. Okay, that they might win that game very handily, but they've. Uh, you know, I, I have a feeling there's that's going to happen this year, and I don't know. It's just I, it's for entertainment purposes only, and uh, well, it's just uh, a handful of more people in the world that, that that come to the realization that maybe I don't know as much as I think I do. Okay, so. Uh, before I wrap this up tonight, if no, if not anybody else is wanting to hop on here, which you know, again, I'm would love to have you hop on there if you're at all interested. So again, if you want to do that, you know, pop your email in there. Uh, I did want to give a big shout out of thanks to uh, Everett H. Uh, Everett, I truly appreciate what you did there. Um, it's been all right, Liberty Rob. Okay. Do, 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 do. All right, let me get that copied in there, and we'll get you plugged in here now, and we will add you in here. And the invite should be coming to you, sir. Okay. If anybody else is uh, interested in, in hopping on, you can go ahead and put your uh, email address down there, and I can add you on one of the other tabs, and when... When we finish up, I can certainly pop you on there real quickly. This will be the first time I've had two people on in the same episode. This is, uh, we're in uncharted territories here, folks. This is almost like the, uh, hello there, sir. Hi, how's it going, Craig? It's going very well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm uh, driving into work. I, uh, I work the night shift out here on the, the west coast of the, of the states. Okay. Okay. So you... You are a Saint supporter, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, just uh, oh. got my, my password yesterday. Signed signed up for my my international membership. Fantastic. Oh, so for the so you got the password for the Watch AFL app? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is, is this is this your first time having that? Uh, yeah, I I just started watching this last year when it was on ESPN two and, and Fox Sports one. And, Okay, fantastic. I, you are absolutely going to love that app. It has uh, it has so much stuff that's there. Uh, one of the neat things is that you know all of the different uh, you know programs like you would see like on the NFL network or MLB network where they'd have you know the the different talk shows and that sort of thing on there. All of those things are available on there as well. You know, and you can go back yeah, and watch. Yeah, I- Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, I just watched uh, On the Couch today. today earlier. Oh, fantastic. That. That, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good one. Uh, on Sunday nights, uh, our time, there's a, there's a great one on called Bounce, which kind of looks back at the, the week's games and brings a lot of humor into things, uh, quite a lot of uh, self-deprecating humor as well. So uh, it's got – I had the, 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 the late, great Danny Frawley was on there, was a great Saints player uh, who we lost last year. Um, you know, but uh, so am I, do I have the Saints in the right spot on the ladder there at number six? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty new to it, but I, I know we did just have a couple of injuries right off the bat. Right. Uh, and you, uh, you, you did catch Frawley. Well, and also uh, Max King as well. Did you you came on late? Did, did you hear what happened to Max King earlier this week? 
yeah, I, um, yeah, I saw on the on the couch they uh, had the Happy Gilmore reenactment where he, uh, he took a golf ball. Yeah, that's a that's just that's a, that's that's kind of, that's a that could have been much more tragic than it turned out to be. You know, yeah. you know, down the road a couple of years, you know, with his twin brother is going to probably just give him the business about that. But but that could that could have been, you know, had it hit just in the right spot, that could that could have been much much worse than it actually was. So so yeah. you're, uh, what what led you to become a Saint supporter, if I may ask? Um, just in the course of, uh, watching last year, um, you know, I, I was kind of leaning a little bit towards West coast, uh, because they were sponsored by the, uh, Australian equivalent of Burger King, which got my interest, but, um, okay. <laughs> just, uh, kind of watching the games. I, I really liked, uh, uh, you know, the, the way they played with, you know, the pace that they had and, uh-huh. and it's, it's hard not to like a guy like Dan Butler running around with the, the mullet out there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I think they are an up and coming club. I mean, they've had uh, they have had a, uh, a a bit of a struggling history. If I'm not mistaken, they've only won one premiership in the entire history of the club. So, yeah, they've they've they definitely have uh, room for improvement as far as that goes. But I, I think they're going to be a club that that, that ends up that ends up uh, being pretty decent this year. But again, as you mentioned, they've got, you know, they've got several injuries, especially with their, with their, their talls. I mean, they've got a lot of tall people who are banged up already. And if you remember yeah. what happened, and if you remember what happened with Sydney last year, I mean, the swans were, the swans were decimated with injuries and they really struggled to put on a, uh, you know, to put anybody that, that, that offered any resistance in the ruck position in the latter half of the year, I mean, they, they had to basically maneuver to uh, to to go ahead and uh, you know gain access to the ball at the uh, you know at a, at a ball up situation because they didn't really have anybody that was going to be getting it directly to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I the only the uh, positive I I do see just from watching their first game this year and uh, you know the, the what I did see of them last year. Um, you know they do. They do seem to enjoy running. So even if they're not taking marks, right, I mean, right. They even seem like when they do that they'll, especially with the new rule, that they're they're going to be more willing to just play on, yeah, and, uh, and and keep moving instead of trying to you know just go up, get it, get it, and kick it. That's true. That's true. Which is yeah. That's that's a great point. Now, one of the one of the neat features. I don't know if you picked up on this with the uh, with the app. Is you can actually go back and watch games all the way back into the 2017 season. Oh wow! Yeah, so you know, yeah, when I didn't you, know that. Yeah, when you're going there and it's asking you when you're you're picking the games for the AFL, and it's asking you how you want to. I think it's how you want to sort the games, or uh, let me see real quickly what they call it. Uh, they say how you want to. Um, I'm pulling it up on my other computer here real quickly. When you're looking at the okay matches and we're going to look at afl and it says on the left hand side it'll say filter by and then you can filter by year going all the way back to 2017 so if you want to go back and watch you know 2017 18 19 and 20 saints games or or all the games i mean you can do that because when i got the app for the first time i spent i spent the winter well i probably watched 
75 or 100 games over the winter, just different clubs and different players and that sort of thing, just to kind of get more of a feel for the game when I got the app for the first time. It was a, it was a, it was my kind of my go-to streaming service that winter. Yeah, it, it took me a while to drag the wife into the membership. She was. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big Steelers fan and an Angels fan and, uh, for our teams out here in the states. So most of my time is consumed with other sports. So it was a little difficult to get her to, to shell out that kind of money for <laughs> Aussie Rules football, but I was able to. to oh, wait a minute, I, you, you, you said something about a Steelers supporter, and you know. I'm a I'm a 50 plus year Cleveland Browns fan here, so I, I think you're breaking up there a little bit. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after this last year, I didn't really want to admit it. Uh, knowing you're a Browns fan, you guys, well, you guys finally got us in the playoffs this year. Oh but. yeah, but it's it was yeah. a uh, it was that was a lot of fun, and you know, free agency kind of started tonight, so we're we'll see what we'll see what goes on with that. But uh, I did see that uh, Bud Dupree signed is going to sign with the Titans. Yeah, yeah, I kind of figured he was going to be a little pricey for us, but I, we're we're kind of right up against the cap. I uh, yeah, we're not uh, we're not like Collingwood was. We're, I don't think we're going to have to be selling anybody off just for the right, hell of it. Right. But we, uh, I think we're just kind of kind of have the guys we have and not really go out and get anybody else. Yeah, I think you might be right there, but it, it's uh, you know, I footy has ta- you know, footy has pretty much supplanted me watching baseball at all. I mean, I, I'm, I was a bigger baseball fan than a football fan, and it's just I, I, hard, I hardly watch baseball at all anymore. It's just it is this is this is taking over, and I, and I, and I, and when I say it's taking over, it's in a good way. I mean, it's not it's, it's not a this is not taking over in a bad way. Like oh no, footy's on again. No, it's like I'm excited about it. Footy's on again. So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a great transition for me. Uh, you know we we have uh, you know we have YouTube TV and the uh, Sinclair has dropped all of the uh, or YouTube's dropped all the Sinclair stations because they couldn't reach a deal for like the the local Fox Sports networks. So we don't we don't even oh. have access. Yeah, we don't even have access to the uh, to the Indians or the Cavaliers games right now because they don't have a deal there. So and that's that's in like a bunch of big markets across the country where they've just decided. They'd rather have a hundred hundred percent of nothing instead of seventy five percent of something. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, you know the fact that they haven't been able to work out that deal yet has been has been crazy. So, and I haven't I haven't I really haven't missed it. You know, I I I haven't you know I haven't watched the college basketball game this year. I haven't watched an NBA game this year. It's just not. You know, I don't I don't watch hockey. Footy's it for yeah. me. So it works out yeah, pretty well. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, I usually work anywhere. I start about 8 to 10 o'clock at night. So usually I can catch baseball on the way into work or the beginning of my shift. And uh-huh. uh, it seems like I'll be able to catch all the uh, the footy, you know, while I'm at work. Okay. I remember last year, most of the games for me were on around, I think they'd start around 1 in the, uh, like midnight. Yeah, yeah. To 2 to 3 in the morning. Yeah, because, well, you're, you're, you're on West Coast time though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you've got and you know one of the one of the the good things is is if you put the AFL app on your phone, you can actually you they will all they will have links there where you can listen to for free, at least it has been for free. You can listen to the radio broadcast of all the games as well for free. 
yeah, I have the app. I haven't looked into the radio. I yeah. uh, I uh, I will. I, the plan is I'll I'll just watch the games as I'm as I'm working at night. Okay. So. That that's a, that's a great job to have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're. I'm I'm assuming you must not be a surgeon. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I could just set it right there in the, you know, on top of the uh, patient's chin, I guess, if I was. But no, I uh, I uh, I drive a forklift, so so I have, you know, we have kind of like a, a cubby hole in the in the forklift that I can yeah. I can set it, so I can't, you know, stare at it, but I'll be able to listen on my my head, my earbud right, right. and, and watch yeah. it as I as I go. Okay, and yeah, that well, that makes sense with the email address then too. Okay. That, that's what I was suspecting was the case there. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, hey, you know what? Fantastic to talk to you. I'm glad. I'm glad you rang in on here tonight because it's uh, it's great to have more Americans that have fallen in love with this game and and spread the word. Okay. Tell your friends about it. You know, when you get when you get a night off or even when you have an afternoon off and it's you know you want to watch a replay of a game, it's great. You go back to the app and you watch you watch whatever game you want. So. Yeah, I've been uh, yeah, I've been telling a lot of my coworkers, you know, especially the soccer fans, it's 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 kind of like soccer for men. It's uh... well, yeah, I mean that's that's how I, I I described it, you know, way back uh, in the first episode of my podcast, I kind of ran through that list of things that it that it reminded me. It was like it was like a combination of, of all of those different things. It was like six or seven different games. So it's just as a. Uh, it's just it's just a dynamic game, and it has so many different elements that that yeah. You know, I think if people actually gave it a shot, they would, and they you know they I think they'd fall in love with it easily. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. I've got a couple of friends that have watched watched a little bit of it. They're not they're not uh, hooked in. I know, especially you know with, uh, if it if it didn't come back to ESPN and like Fox Sports One. You know, I think it's kind of hard to, to make the commitment to, to, right, to right. watch AFL after a lot of guys, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm pushing. <laughs> well, and that's where, if nothing else, like I said, you know, you have a, uh, you know, you, you have an afternoon or something, you, you know, and you've got, you know, your buddies come over. You know, once once you're allowed to do that out on the West Coast, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know that that yeah, you let's end do up, some lets us out of the dungeon. Well. <laughs> So, sounds like he may be getting removed from his dungeon pretty soon. Yeah. So it, that's been I've been following that a little bit. I I teach high school government, so you know we're we're always talking about those kinds of things. But uh, yeah, I, I you know having some, you know having somebody over and just saying hey, here's what the game is. You know we're you know you can go ahead and even put on one of the uh, you know they've got all those classic games on there as well. So it might even be one that that you haven't seen before. So you can be surprised by some of the action in it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's it's a great tool. It's a great resource, I think, and I, I think you'll uh, I think you really enjoy it. And you know, you, did you get the uh, like the twenty dollar voucher for your 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 team store? Um, I, I got the email today. They said it. I should get it within a week. So okay. It said the um, it said the members pack with the uh, lanyard and pin and everything is is sending out. Uh, to my house when I signed up it said the delivery was free so oh wow uh, so they're sending your stuff out for free then okay because you know the, the cash yeah that's, that's what they that's what they say <laughs> yeah several several of the clubs this year transitioned to saying if you wanted to have the uh, the, the the gear sent to you you had to pay you had to pay the postage for it so yeah, I took I took the $20 voucher so I can go in and uh, 
hopefully, you know, add another, you know, forty or sixty dollars to it and buy a uh, buy an outdated Guernsey that that I can fit into and you know have that and yeah, because yeah. I had yeah, I, had I think I'm gonna use mine. Yeah, I think I'm gonna use mine on a hat. I don't have much use for a scarf out here in Southern California. So well, that's true. I, uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, do the hat. They have a pretty, pretty nice looking St. Kilda hat. It's all black. Oh, oh, there's yeah, there's some, there's some. They do have a sharp, you know, a sharp uniform. I think they really do. Let's see, yeah. it really is, and it's uh, yeah, I, I and you rep, you start representing that, and then people ask, well, what is that? And that's yeah. when you get to tell them word of mouth exactly. You know, here's what this is, and here's 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 why I find it interesting. So, cool. Well, hey, have a fantastic day at work, okay? Or evening. All right, thank you, man. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. Sure. I appreciate it. Yep. Travel safe, okay? Uh huh. All right. Have a good one. Bye bye. All right, ladies and gents. So, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up for this evening. I do appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and coming on. Um, I want to thank Rob and Harper for coming on. Harper, I apologize, sir. Uh, I I promise I will do better next time. Okay, I will do better next time. I I know you're not happy with me here, and you know they, I could have very easily had them fifteenth instead of seventeenth. I mean, I could have slid Sydney and Adelaide down one spot for each of those yet so um but i didn't so you know ladies and gents uh if you're listening to this after the fact i appreciate you tuning in i hope you'll consider sharing the episode with your friends and family uh, i ask you to uh look at the show notes and sign up for the mailing list so you get links to things like this when they come out so you can come on the podcast and uh and interact and that sort of thing and i'm glad we kind of figured out a few things tonight i'm getting I'm getting more comfortable with the uh, the format of doing the live show, and I like actually having people come on and, and talk about this. I think this is quite this, to me. This is quite fun, being able to you know engage with people live and not necessarily edit that sort of thing. You know, Harper, I promise I'm not going to edit out our entire conversation. I'm going to leave it there. Okay, uh, so everybody will hear how happy you are with me. But I, I think that this might be something that I want to do during the course of the season, even after after the games have been played for the weekend and come back and talk about the previous round. So this is something I may be thinking about here that may be popping in a uh, an interview during the course of the week as well. Then I, I had a great idea for some uh, for some interviews as well. So I may be investigating those here fairly shortly. But again, I ask that you consider sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Uh, take a look at the uh, the Redbubble page and the Buy Me a Coffee page links in the show notes as well. If you want to help out the podcast, I'm looking at getting a uh, standalone web page up and running for the podcast, and we're we're getting close to doing that. I'm also uh, I figured out that I'm going to convert an uh, a closet in our attic into a recording room because right now I'm in a about a 12 feet by 25 foot room that just echoes everywhere. I mean, I have you know some furniture in here, so it absorbs some of the sound, but I think I can make it sound a little bit better doing that. So, you know, if you're interested in helping out, that's fantastic. If not, that's certainly okay too. But again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. All of you who tuned in tonight, I appreciate you tuning in. That's been a lot of fun tonight. Uh, have a fantastic evening and may your dribble kick 
never hit the post. I'll catch you later, ladies and gentlemen.